Hello again, young ones. What story can I tell you tonight? Oh. Hmm. You want this part? Tonight? Well, it is quite hefty. Okay, okay, I hear you. Well, let's start now, or Dawn will creep in through the windows before this story is over. For a moment, everything is peaceful in Fidopolis. Until a motorcycle gang, led by Greg's best friend Bridge, rides up to the front of Kiko Castle with disturbing news. Bridge swears that Chronopolis is all messed up. The city used to have perfect weather, but now it's all over the place. Well, where did that beautiful weather come from? Turns out, the founders of Chronopolis trapped a piece of Zaol, god of death and trickery, in a magic item, and now he's messing around. The team, with the speaker in tow, rides back to Chronopolis with the motorcycle gang. On the way, the Book of Things to Come opens up, laying out seven labors that the party will have to perform that Zeol says will fix the weather. First, the party defeats the terrible Rose Hydra, a monstrous plant focused on mulching our friends. Next, they save the Running with the Cows festival by taking down a terrible hat factory, poisoning the river. They groom Mr. Pickles, which was really a glow-up for a were-lion named Vince, which also counted for the labor retrieving the golden wool. After that, the party attends the opera, where they defeat a chaotic spirit in the opera house while performing an actual opera. Then, they clean the horse stables, where a dark secret looms beneath a frat house of centaurs. Finally, the party attempts to complete the Labyrinth of Dawnrise, an adventurous challenge run by a local magic college. As Johnny walks through the final door in the labyrinth, the undying light asks him to restore balance in the world by giving up his existence on the mortal plane. Johnny accepts, and Tracy and Inara are left alone in Zaol's temple, wondering where the light man went. But there is no time to mourn because Zaol escapes his magical prison. These labors were just a distraction for the party as Zaol drew strength away from the speaker, attempting to switch places with her and condemn her spirit to live inside the labyrinth key. At his full power, he escapes, leading Tracy and Inara on a chase through space and time. They finally wear the god out in the silent vacuum of space and demand a prize. Once defeated, Tracy and Inara persuade him to show them both one minute of past and future. Tracy asks to see what actually happened to Johnny, and he looks on at the conversation between the warlock and his patron. Inara asks to see the centering, and she watches the first meeting of the representatives sealing the Council of Bright away in an astral prison, then splitting the land into the concentric states. Before Tracy and Inara leave, Zaul screens an extra movie, the speaker's unicorn attacking Alonzo back at the castle, and the second-to-last star winking out. Alonzo crackles with an infernal energy and disappears from Kiko Castle by stepping through a portal. The party retreats to Kiko Castle to see the damage that Alonzo caused. That night, on the beach, they give Johnny a final send-off. Tracy and Anara catch up with the speaker. She confirms their fears about the stars going out and the return of the Council of Bright. 
But before she can say too much, an explosion rocks the castle. Alonzo, furious and with a strange aura around him, attacks the party with magically tinged arrows and disappears through a portal to somewhere else. Anara and Tracy dive after him, falling through space and end up in Infropolis, a city on the move! They run into Cole, who is in the city promoting a massive wrestling match she's performing in at the local arena. Also, Cole is a wrestler. Her nemesis, Gordon Lighthammer, sees Oatcake and declares that if he wins their match, he'll take Oatcake forever because Oatcake was originally his dog. Anara loses it. The match can't happen. The party heads over to Creative, the entity who controls the outcome of the wrestling match, but instead of helping, they summon a 20-foot-tall bulldog who chases them throughout the city. In the chaos, Cole gets knocked out, and Anara and Tracy are saved by local bounty hunter, Finale. After a few drinks in the local bounty hunter speakeasy, Finale tells them about the Midnight Man, a shadowy figure with an unmistakable pompadour who appears around the city at midnight looking for ancient artifacts. The team sets up a stakeout in the basement of a museum which holds artifacts from the centering. The Midnight Man a.k.a. Alonzo, appears, stealing an ancient battery and eludes capture. On the way back to Finale's apartment, Tracy is captured by Franny, the local hag who is fascinated by the only warforged she's seen in quite a long time. Inara and Finale track down Franny to local electronics store Electroshack. Once everyone's united, Franny teaches them about the source of power for electronics, robotics, and such. The Undying Light. Franny is also worried about the stars going out in the sky, since he knows how bad the Council of Bright used to be. So, they strike a deal. Franny will shut down the power to the local arena to cancel the wrestling match, if the party steals the liar's mouthpiece, the magical artifact that Cole had and has been using as a megaphone in her act. Tracy and Inara sneak into Jersey Mike's arena and get into Cole's room. They steal the mouthpiece, but, of course... Cole catches them and has a lot of questions. They quickly catch her up to speed when they bring her back to Franny's lair. Franny secures the liar's mouthpiece and the boots of ground and explains how powerful these artifacts are. They are the keys to locking away the Council of Bright, an autocrat who wrestled control of the realm a millennium ago. The first representatives sealed him away in an astral prison and the medallion around Alonzo's neck is opening it up, one star at a time. The party lures Alonzo into the abandoned Jersey Mike's arena with a massive barrel of undying light energy as bait. The Council of Bright, who is currently possessing Alonzo and using his body to move around, brings some enchanted metal titans to life to try to secure the energy, while Anara shoots Alonzo with anti-magic goo. It forms a bubble around Alonzo's body, and the Council of Bright is forced out, showing up as an energy double next to the prince. The party rolls the bubble through Duvin Boosters to the capital city Concentra, where the representatives will vote on how to get Alonzo out of the bubble or have him remain in there forever. Representative Kiko, Alonzo's dad of Fidopolis, Representative Nectaria, Greg's dad, alongside Greg, Representative Brink of Tortopolis, Representative Shields of Antopolis, and Representative Dore of Infropolis vote, but there is a tie. Representative Brink demands to sleep on the decision, so it ends in a stalemate. That night, Tracy dreams of a utopia, where his friends and Warforged live together, and the Council of Bright speaks directly into his mind. This could happen. 
It's not just a dream. Just let me out. The next day, the party finds Harriet the Archivist and her paperweight, which contains a shard of the spirit of the god, Devar. The Devar paperweight urges Harriet to help the party out and tell them about an enchanted hammer which could break the medallion for good. They secure the hammer and bust into the final vote for a last chance at swaying the representatives. The votes are cast in favor of popping the bubble, consequences be damned. As everyone prepares, Tracy hears the Council of Bright in the back of his head. Tracy, it could be like in your dream. I promise. I just need you to do something for me. The Council commands him to tackle Inara and set him free, and Tracy willingly allows himself to be controlled. The plan falls apart as he rushes Inara, and the Council of Bright pulls the last star from the sky, unleashing him from his astral prison. In its full form, the Council of Bright destroys the Capitol building and summons an army of Warforged to march out of the sky. Oh! I didn't realize how late it was. For now, my defenders of the realm will pause our story here. Soon, we'll see how our party fares against the rise of ultimate power. <laughs>